Hey everyone, welcome back to How to Scale Your Agency Podcast. Today we have a super awesome guest, Emerald Jane, aka EJ, founder of My Why Agency. EJ, Emerald Jane, welcome to the show. I'm super excited to have you on. How you doing? Thank you. I'm excited too. I'm doing great. It's um, Christmas is almost here for those yes. who celebrate the holidays, which means everyone gets to get off email and I can't wait. Yes. So coming into this conversation, you said some really cool stuff, but for everyone that doesn't know you, who are you? What is my why? Give us the high level of what you guys do. I'm an immigrant and I always like to point that out because there's something neat about that immigrant stories. I was born and raised in Ghana, West Africa, and I migrated to the U.S. for college in Iowa when I was 19. So I've been in the U.S. for about 22 years. And for that, I spent 15 of those years working in television. So my background is in TV producing and storytelling, and I have four beautiful, shiny gold Emmys to my name as well. Wow, um, that's cool. That is cool. <laughs> and next time I'll have to bring, they're all upstairs. I have to bring them they down. They need to be a, in the background. So people I know, see. I know, but they're in my family room, which is where I, I use that to remind my children that at one point I used to be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're still cool, come on. <laughs> I left the TV industry to start my Y agency for a couple of reasons. One, I was facing burnout, just working in in the TV industry. It's really uh, grueling. Two, I was one of the people that a lot of brands and publicists were always pitching to have, you know, get them to come on TV. And I noticed a couple of things that were missing in the traditional PR realm, which was storytelling, right? Everybody Mm, just copies, pastes, swaps out your name. No one was telling me the story behind the brand, like who founded it and why was it created and what is it here to solve and tell me the cool story behind it. And so I started volunteering my time speaking to different PR agencies and their teams and educating them on how to pitch and the best way to pitch and tips and tricks on that. And I had the opportunity to go work for one of those agencies that kind of sort of lured me in. And that was the best six month training ground because while I was there, I realized there's a lot that I can do and bring to the table, but I really wanted to disrupt the industry a bit and not do things in the traditional way. So I jumped in in 2016, started My Why Agency, and it's called My Why because if we're in video, you see this book back there says, start with why. Yes, that was one of my big ones that Simon, he's the man, come on, love it. So in 2016, I was on a flight going back home to Ghana to my dad's funeral. And I picked up this Mm. book at the airport and started reading it. And every single page resonated with me. And it felt like these are all the things I believed in and felt, but didn't know how to eloquently state them about who I want to be and what I want my mission to be Mm. on earth with my work and through my work. And so my agency, it's my why, literally, if I didn't need to raise my kids and pay to live life in this world, I will do what I do for free. What we do at this agency is we're an integrated marketing agency where we do a lot of brand strategy, helping brands and businesses know how to talk about yourself who you're targeting, how to talk to the people you're targeting, how to really position yourself to your advantage within the market space. Then once we get all that done, we offer PR services. We do a lot with influencer marketing and then social ladder, media, baby. Yeah. all of that. And yeah. I believe that for a brand to truly grow, you have to be doing all these things in an integrated fashion. Yep. So don't have your PR people doing something differently, your influencers doing something else, your social team building campaigns. Cohesive, yeah. It's got to all feed into each other yeah. in order to really make that loud bang on the, on the internet and in the market space. I have loved every single step in this journey. 
We have over 22 clients that we serve. We've got clients from the American Heart, uh, Heart Association. That's a big organization all the way to startup brands. And I'm niche in organic and natural products because once again, Ooh, my why, if I, I love could snap my fingers and change the world, we would all be eating natural and organic. Yeah, we do in my none household. Of that, none of that processed stuff. So I am committed to sustainability. I'm committed to better for you. And so all my brand clients are like the delicious snacks with no sugar, the vegan, yes. all of that, yes. That's ev everything, all of that. Oh, yes. Uh, Love it. And it's been so much fun to be able to put and have in my own control who we work with. We don't work with everybody. I'm that agency that will say no. Good, good. <laughs> and I've said many no's and I have to feel an alignment in the why for who I, who the brands I work with and the organizations I work with. It's gotta be more than making money. If you're here yeah. just with money, we're not it. I love it. I love yeah, it. So, oh my so goodness. That's who I am, what we do, but really at the core of it, it's why we do what we do. Oh, EJ, you just... I got the chills so many times in that, in that initial dialect, which doesn't, it takes a really special person to like evoke an emotion reaction of someone else where they're literally getting the chills when they're speaking. Cause I, I really relate to that. So I picked up start with why in 2016, I was a new manager at Same Amazon. Year. Same year. Oh my God. So Same I picked year, up in 2016, I'm a new manager at Amazon trying to figure out how to, how do I lead? That's why I went there. I wanted to learn how to lead. And that was really instrument. Like, that was really pivotal just to understand as an initial framework. And it's one of those things I forgot. The reason I got the chills, my why is at the center of everything I do, but it's, you know, once you put that filter on, you forget about it, right? Obviously for you, it's your, it literally is the name of your business. But for me, my why, everyone who works with me knows me, it's it, everything, everyone we work with has to be aligned. Everyone has to be a conscious, mission-driven entrepreneur who has a bigger purpose rather than making money. And what we talk about with our clients, we're, yes, we're going to make you a lot of money. We're going to help you build a well-oiled machine. But the biggest reason we're here is to help you make the impact that you're born to make. And you said that and you're like, this is super cool. And also my household where I'm like 90% vegan. My wife is a, is full vegan, organic, and gluten-free. So like I'm 90% vegan just because she makes all my food. So like I really relate to that as well. So EJ, awesome. I really love the introduction. I really love your origin story and what you guys offer, especially the value ladder, right? Where you hook them with the initial offer, but then keep them with the cohesive strategy. I think that's really missing in the marketplace. So I love how you guys are doing that. But there was one thing I asked you about systems before we got on this call. And you said something that a guest hasn't said yet, which I really want to start and highlight. If I got hit with a by a bus tomorrow, we would be good. Haven't had one founder tell me that yet. Wow. How did you, once you get past the seven figure mark and go into seven, multi seven, eight, a lot of agencies have that figured out, right? I need to be able to not be a bottleneck in my system, but a lot of our viewers and listeners, they're not there. They're like, if I got hit by a bus, whoo, it's all gone, right? How'd you get, how'd you get there? And if someone's listening and they don't have that, like, what was, what's your suggestions on how they can start to work towards that in their business? Yeah. So I have to say that foundationally, I'm a very systems driven person. I don't know how to function without having certain things set in place. So even within my household, we have a household calendar and my children who are 11 and 15 have all learned and everybody has access to the calendar on their phone. If you want mom and dad to do something, or you need us to remember something, don't just tell us and then run away. You tell us, then you put it in the calendar. 
because mom and dad are doing so much, we have to look somewhere to be organized. And for now it's a calendar and everybody has an iPhone. So let's make it work. I foundationally always been that person. Every single day I have a notebook next to me and I rewrite every day my to-do list. Same, same. (laughs) Every, every day. Here it is. every day and I go through the day before I've got my little cute branded one which I get on Etsy oh my goodness I need to get that yes I'll send you the link Etsy I support small business through Etsy everything I purchase is through if I can get it on Etsy I go Etsy first wow that's so but um foundationally I've always been that organized and so when I started my business one of the things and my very first hire in my company was was an accountant So a lot of people are like, wait, what? It's like, no, I can, there's no service that I currently offer that I can't do myself. I am not in the business of offering some random service and hiring people to offshore it and do it. I'm capable of doing all of the things that we Mm -hmm. do. I just surround myself with amazing kick-ass women. We're 99% women in my agency. If you go to my website, you'll see we're all beautiful, very diverse women. Um, and, and everybody on my team has had, you know, 10 plus years of experience, but when I looked at it, I realized that this could quickly become about me. And it's not about me. It's about our clients, but it's about me starting something that allows me to get all the women out there who want to work from home. And this is before COVID we've been working remote before COVID. You can work from the beach. I don't care where you are. Work just gets done. You've got the freedom to be a mother. If that's what you want, you've got the freedom to live. That has always been foundational for me. So in order to run a business that allows people the freedom to do that, where now COVID has forced everybody to do that. Now companies are trying to figure out, it's like, we've been that for the last five years. Like, like, man, we've we've been it. We've been it. We've been it. But it's so great that, you know, one of the things for me because of that model was, how do we operate this business where if God forbid I get hit by a bus tomorrow, the business we're can good. still run because our clients, they were here because of them. And we can't say, well, our lead got hit by a bus. So sorry, we can't serve you. No. So that has already and always been at the forefront. So my systems just were driven by that. And the fact that we've always been, you know, across, you know, I've got teams in Canada and here in the U.S. as well. Beautiful. So first, I have a super powered person I need to make an introduction to. It's her name is Marie Hale. She's based in Chicago. Also a woman owned and led business exclusively hiring women and empowering the the female community. You guys are going to like jam, like you'll be best friends in this conversation, right? And your missions, I love it. Your missions are super aligned. And I have one more who I'll, I'll queue up afterwards. You've been super organized. I could tell you for myself, I wasn't, right? Organization was something I had to learn where like I had to take courses on it. Like I remember when I went to Amazon with the intention to learn how to be an entrepreneur, it was a bombshell. Like no one was giving me the training. I didn't know how to organize my day. I didn't know how to organize my team. I was a horrible manager at first. So for me, I hear that I relate to it today because I had to learn how to get a notebook write down my, I call it my success list because everything's in order of priority and has a category, right? And then beyond that, I had to learn how to run with a calendar and things like that. And then SOPs, trainings, like you're using Asana, right? Putting everything with for my backend team, they could leverage it. So I'm the same way, but I had to learn how to do that. So I remember thinking back as an early stage entrepreneur, when I was listening to podcasts, people would talk about systems. I'd be like, what the F is that? I don't know what that means. This is confusing. Someone like you here is they're like, got it. So for the people that 
hear this and they're like relating to Jordan Ross in like 2016 and 17, what are some tangible first, second, and third steps they could take to actually put themselves on that journey to get to where you are at? If they get hit by a bus, their agency would be good. Like how can they start the journey? Yeah, I think starting is the first step, right? (laughs) Nike says, just do it, just do it. I think what happens is if you're not naturally built to love that, it's not something that's enjoyable. And if you had to procrastinate, it would be one of those things you would procrastinate. A lot of entrepreneurs also don't have time to work on their business. It's just working in the business. Mm -hmm. And you have to find a way to just force yourself to carve out time to work on the business. So start by marking in your calendar two or three things to block it off. So I have in my calendar lunch from 12 to one. I literally block off lunch. So nobody books it because I quickly saw that everyone always booked me out and I never ate. Step one, block out lunch because you need to feed your brain and feed your body. So you're like energized Mm. to do the work. Two, I don't start any meetings in my day until 10 a.m. If I have to start something, 9 a.m. would be the earliest. And that has to be with somebody internal. I'm not taking any meetings until 10. Why? Because part of being an entrepreneur, when I worked for 15 years in television, I never took my kids to school. I never picked up my kids from school because I worked on a live TV show and I had to be at work early and they were asleep and late. And I watched them, you know, loving their dad and being closer to their dad. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm mom. No, we're not missing out on that. Yeah. Part of it is to get my kids to school. I have a daughter who is a permit. So she, she does the driving, but it's cool. I sit next to her and she drives her brother to school, drives herself to school. Then I take over. It's a, an important part of my day. That's really And then great. part of it is setting the, the time to do your checklist, create your, your list. Yeah. Right. On that, you need to then bookend. Are you usually tired and slower in the afternoon? If that's the case, then mark that time to work on your business not in your business because you're not going to achieve anything in your business. Yeah. And then you need a team around you to help you, right? Because if there are all these things that are burning moments within your business, it's hard to forgo those to then plan systems. But like trying to make sure that you've surrounded yourself with some sort of a help, right? My uh, executive assistant is there. We chat every Monday and every Thursday morning, but we're always communicating. And then you have to learn to just ask for help and delegate. But you have to mark in your calendar time blocked to say time to work on the business and then systems find systems i still use the free version of asana you can create the system you don't have to pay for every single thing and each time i check out different softwares and different programs it's like i still have to be very mindful on spend if we can create a system doesn't matter what you pay it's about whether your team is empowered to use it i've paid for software and nobody has used it you got to empower your team so creating that system and i also have to say that I went through the Goldman Sachs 10,000 small business program. Yes. Prior to that, I was already organized, already had systems, but that program leveled me up. I will never forget. We went through the exercise of creating, putting together peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You won't believe all the steps that were missed in that simple process that was that told me that I had to go back to my already organized system and just be crazy nuts about it. And I was able to do it with my influencer marketing you know, program and our brand strategy. I mean, literally in our sauna, we've got a, a section called the My Why Way. And in there, we've got hiring, interviewing people, the steps, 
new hire for full-time, new hire for contractors. We've got a step for our PR process, our mm. brand messaging, visual, every single service we offer, we broke it down to the Into steps. the steps, yes. And we add. So me and my leadership team and my assistant and the team, as we go through it, each time a new client comes in, we duplicate that. We walk through, we, we, we experience steps that are missing. We go back, we add it in. Improve You'll it. never master it at once. So start now. And every time you realize, what did EJ do? and she didn't communicate to others, added in. So literally in our steps, it's like a new client comes on, EJ emails accounting team <laughs> to let them know. Email sends you know, details of contract to accounting team. Accounting team puts together the contract. Accounting team sends to the client. Like all these steps that you're like, really? Yes, because if I'm not around and my account director or my VP has to do it, she goes in and says, oh, these are all the things. These are EJ, the steps. Yep. EJ sent the welcome, the welcome letter, welcome letter template, hyperlinked in Asana. Like it's all, but that process of peanut butter and jelly sandwich told me that you literally need to say, get the jar from the shelf in the pantry, open the jar, grab a spoon or a knife, put it in the jar and scoop it. I mean, literally, and you read it, you know, like, this is ridiculous. And you're like, no. No, it's because not what because they... simple steps are not always simple and common not sense isn't simple. common, right? At all, so, at EJ, all. I love that so much. You had so many golden nuggets. I want to summarize them for everyone listening. So first, in your calendar, I live and die by this. I had to learn about this. I, I, I learned this through The One Thing, book by Gary Keller, 411 and time blocking. Put it in your calendar when you, I have time blocks for when I start work, when I end work, I have lunch, I have breaks. It's in my calendar. No one could go on my calendar and steal that time from me, right? Time blocking. I have very specific times for cleaning the bathroom, vacuuming, yeah. right? Doing yeah. the dishes. I do the dishes every day at 12, every day, right? And in my business, I have working on the business, working in the business, sales, marketing, prospecting, Mondays, mm -hmm. two to three, content marketing. I'm making my internal content, right? So guys, this is simple, but it's, it really is fundamental. And then beyond that, really, I love it. Building a, building a PB&J sandwich, guys. This is the simplest way. How do I make other people do what I do? Write out all the steps, pull up a loom video of doing the task, kill two birds yeah. with one stone. Hey guys, I'm going to walk you through how to do media buying for this type of client. Step yeah. one, and then walk them through. You could take that video, turn it into an SOP. Guys, yeah. this woman is living it and she is, she is the <laughs> example. So I'm looking and at that the video. Yeah, that video is key because yes. there's one thing with writing it down because people's interpretation is different. So I'm glad that you said that because I trained my assistant on it and then I had her do the video. Make the video, yeah, perfect. Yes, so we literally have a video on how to create the client report. Beautiful, yeah, so we have an hour on video, written picture, three different learning styles. So for everyone listening who really resonates with what you're doing, maybe they wanna do business, maybe they wanna get in contact, how could they find you or your business? Right, so it's my Y agency, the Y is W-H-Y, so it's M-Y, whyagency.com website is the first you can email me emerald like the jewel e-m-e-r-a-l-d at myyagency.com my name is so unique emerald jane hunter i feel like you can google me and you'll see so many links <laughs> follow me on social follow me on linkedin i love having uh impactful conversations with other business leaders on linkedin let's just connect i love what we're doing here I, in my next slide, I do have an exit strategy, by the way. That's another thing I think all businesses yes. have. I, I yes. do have one. 
And my exit strategy is, is around when I turn 50, I'm 41 now. So I have nine years to get there, but I know what I want to do after my exit strategy from the day-to-day -day of the business. And one of it is connecting with others and inspiring them and sharing what I have learned and really imparting that knowledge. And I want to be able to do that for free. So my wow. nine years left has some serious goals I got to meet, but I would love to empower the next generation to really do, it, awesome. do it well with the right mindset. So awesome. Well, EJ, I look forward to seeing you do that. I look forward to being on the journey with you because that's my why, right? Change the world one person at a time. And thank you so much for simplifying systems for everyone listening. Guys, you heard it. There is a lot of truth in what she's saying. And thank you so much for tuning in today.